Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you create more profit with less effort. My name is Geraldine Carter. One of the most common questions I get from readers of my email list is, how do I get, how do I find high-paying clients? And it's one I want to answer today, so I can take the mystery out of this for you. So I'm going to tell you in five simple steps how to get high-paying clients. This is not some mysterious thing. This is five simple steps that will get you out of waiting for high-paying clients to get a signal from the universe and some kind of divine inspiration to intervene and telegraph to them your cell phone number and they call you out of the blue. No, there is a formula for creating high-paying clients. And it's the formula, the steps that gets you out of being at effect of outside forces and gets you in the driver's seat of creating these high paying clients. And these five steps are ones that you can start implementing right away. They are not rocket science. They are not aeronautical engineering. They are simple steps. They are entirely doable. And you can start implementing them today. And a quick note for listeners, if you have littles with sensitive ears around, there's a smidge of colorful language in here. So uh, be forewarned. So here are five steps you can use to create demand and attract high paying clients. Step one, front load the crap out of the value you provide in your packages. Pack your services with value, pack your services with value. Notice that I did not say pack your service with work or to-dos or meetings or deliverables, not more payroll, not more accounts payable, not more receivables, not more work for your clients, not more P&L detail or comparison this or time period that. I said pack your service with value. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 201 titled Effortless Value. So some quick examples, just in case you need a little refresher on what effortless value is. It's all there in episode 201, but just to get your mind there, it's improve the onboard experience, create quick wins early on, get more proactive with your clients, be more prompt in your communication, be more clear in your communication, increase the ease with which clients can reach you, improve your client's likelihood of achieving success or results, increase the speed with which you provide or help them achieve those results. Minimize hassles that they will need to deal with in working with you. Those are all ways that you can provide effortless value. Granted, there's some effort up front first time around, but once you get in the habit of doing it, then it's effortless, meaning that it doesn't require more work, more effort, more time from you every single time you do it. Remember that price is driven by value. 
So coming back, we pack your service with value because price is driven by value. Price is a function of value. Price is not a function of work, time, deliverables, or effort on your part, or how hard you tried. Price is a function of value. So pack your thing with value. And I say your thing to encompass your packages, your services, your product. I want to shy away from services because some of you tie your price to your service as if service is what they're paying for. But really your clients, remember, are paying for outcomes and results. So if I say thing, that's the umbrella word for product, package, services. Not all of you have a product. Some of you have packages. Some of you have services. Some of you have products. So I say thing to encompass all of those three things. Step one, front load the crap out of the value you provide in your thing. Step number two, undercharge relative to the value you provide to your client. Meaning that if your thing is worth 100K, you charge 20K for it. In your buyer's eyes, that's a five to one ROI. You're undercharging relative to the value. The more you can front load your thing with value, the easier it becomes to undercharge relative to the value, the higher you can price. This is why I want you to spend time thinking about how to front load your product with value because it makes it so much easier to feel great about undercharging relative to the value to your client, to your buyer. Accounting straight up as a business model gets tricky because there's only so much value you can pack into straight up accounting. You might find yourself having been stuck here coming up under a glass ceiling. And if this is you, this exercise might nudge you into seeing that it's time to focus on getting more powerful, more valuable results for your clients. And if you need help here, directions you can go really briefly might include business owners who are struggling to manage their money and could be making a lot more money because helping people make a lot more money will get you through the glass ceiling, whereas helping people make a little more money will not. Also, helping business owners or perhaps other kinds of people, perhaps high net worth individuals who don't have a handle on their money, but probably business owners getting their time back because whatever they're burning their time with, with clunky paper-based accounting or shoebox systems, this is where it helps to step your services out of the accounting box and walk your mind into the solutions box. And I can't tell you how many times I talk to or hear stories about seven-figure business owners who have no idea where their money is, where it's going, where it went, why they have as little as they do. And just a story that I heard the other day, which was my husband makes seven figures. He has a design build business. He builds out the interiors of stores and he has no idea how much money he makes until he gets his taxes done by his CPA the following spring. Stories like that abound. And if that's a pain point for a person, if it's painful enough, the solution is really valuable. If it's not painful and they're just sitting on piles of cash everywhere and they don't really care how much money they make or don't make, then the accounting service might not be that valuable. So it's got to be painful for them in order for your solution to be valuable to them. But what I want you to know from an accounting straight up kind of perspective is there are countless business owners. I hear the stories all the time, seven figure business owners, multiple six figure business owners who have no idea what's happening with their money. So another place that you might head if you feel yourself bumping up against the glass ceiling of being able to provide value is 
looking for places where there are massive tax savings. So find a niche where there are plenty of people in that niche who are overpaying in taxes to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars, not four figures or early five figures that will likely not be enough, but the places where they're routinely overpaying six figures in taxes, it will become much easier for you to provide a high value service, which of course makes it easier for you to have a high price service. So step two, undercharge relative to the value to your buyer, provide a high ROI for them. Step three, always be creating demand. This one can get tricky to get your head around because if you're already full, you might be thinking, I'm already overbooked. I'm overwhelmed. I'm working 70 hours a week. I don't want more demand. More demand just means more phone calls I need to return and say no to people. And the last thing I need is more demand and more phone calls saying no. But what I want to suggest to you is this possibility that you have a ton of demand for what you are offering right now. But what I want to suggest to you is this possibility, that yes, you have a ton of demand for what you are offering right now, which is for your low-paying clients. It must be for your low-paying clients, otherwise you wouldn't be asking me about how to find high-paying clients. And if what you have right now is for your low-paying clients, then what you are selling is a low-value thing. So you have plenty of demand, but it's for your low-value thing. It might be hard to hear, and I know you've worked really hard for what you have, but if you have low-paying clients, one of two things must be true. Either your thing is low-value, or your thing is high-value, and it's just way underpriced. So instead of letting your mind resist or protest about the idea of always creating demand for your low value product, I want you to think about creating demand for your high value product. Always creating demand for your high value product. The one that you are building out, the one that you are front loading with a ton of value, the one that focuses on best possible results in the least amount of time. Always creating demand for your high value product always creating demand. Many listeners are not creating any demand at all for their high value product. How I know this is that there is an absence of clear explanation on websites by CPAs, clearly stating and articulating the enormous value that their service provides, likely because it's not clear in the CPA's mind what that is. And they're not talking to their audience about what it is, whether it's on social or to an email list. And by way of example, I subscribe to CPA's email lists whenever I come across them. And I can tell you that emails from CPA's email lists are at best sporadic. It's rare that I find a CPA's email list that emails valuable content to a clearly defined audience with a simple, doable, clear solution on the regular. And by on the regular, I mean at least weekly. If you don't have a list that you are emailing, you are missing out on a huge and simple opportunity to create demand for your people. And by huge opportunity, I mean California gold rush size opportunity where you don't have to be first. There's so much gold in the rivers that you just need to grab your pan and put your butt in the water and fill your pan and sit there and sift it and gold will float to the top. There's so much gold. You don't need to be first. You just need to be there. 
and there's plenty. So step three, always create demand. And by always, I mean always, not sometimes, not intermittently, not outside tax season, not when you feel like it, always means always. Step four, limit supply. Limit supply, more demand than supply. And I'm talking about supply for your high value thing. Now, of course, I'm also talking about limiting supply for your low value thing. If you're doing compliance returns for $3.95 a pop, that is a supply that we definitely want to limit because it's if you're caught in it, it makes it almost impossible to free yourself up to have time to dedicate to the work of actually giving mind space to these five steps. But I'm also talking about limiting supply for your high value thing. When people really want something and they cannot get it, they're going to think about how they can get the thing they want but can't have yet. And then they're going to talk out loud to another human about how there is this thing they want but they can't have it yet. Now, your inner altruist might be protesting hard right now, but I want to help all the people. I love that you have an inner altruist. I want you to have an inner altruist. And I want you to tell your inner altruist that it's okay, that it's actually part of the strategy to limit supply for the time being. Because by limiting supply now, you create capacity to help more of your people down the road. Limiting supply now helps you protect your time. It helps you continue to find ways to improve your services and get better, faster results for your existing clients. It helps you find all the ways to add effortless value. It helps you lift your prices. It helps you lift your margins. And then when you lift your margins, you can build yourself a cash runway. Once you have a cash runway and you've identified a narrow, a narrow but not necessarily straight population of people for whom you can provide killer value without a ton of your own time to deliver it, then you can scale. You can scale to serve your guidance and expertise to the hundreds and eventually thousands and eventually tens of thousands of people around the world who are your people who you want to serve. And that is how you help all the people. That is how you help the masses. That is how you satisfy your inner altruist who wants to help everyone. So tell your inner altruist to go Rip Van Winkle it for a year or two in a field of daisies in the Catskills while you do the work of building the thing that you can scale for the many. Number four, limit supply for your high value package. Step five, last step, 100% control. When you think of the results you can get for your clients, think of all the things that you are in control of. Not the things you're not in control of, but the things that you are in control of. Think of what it would look like to be 100% in control of the quality of your communication. Think of what it would look like to be 100% in control of prompt, clear communication. Think of what it would look like to be 100% in control of a seamless and smooth and easy onboard process for your client. Think of what it would look like to be 100% in control of rock solid delivery. Think of what it would look like to be in 100% control of how well you set up your clients for maximum chances of success and best possible results. Think of what it would look like to be 100% in control of how much thought and time you dedicated to asking yourself the question, 
what else can I do to make my product better, tighter, smoother, easier to understand, easier to implement, and simpler for my clients? So step five, get your mind into thinking about 100% control over that which you do in fact have control over and get your mind out of ruminating or being frustrated or pissed off or upset about the things you truly don't have control or influence over. So step five, 100% control. Those are the five steps for creating demand for high paying clients. It's five simple doable steps, not rocket science, not aeronautical engineering. No need to wander around in a fog of confusion about where high paying clients come from and why the universe hasn't intervened on your behalf to make them call your cell phone. If you're still confused after listening to this, consider that you might be indulging your confusion. Go back through the steps and start writing out where you can create value. Build out what is in these five steps. Get your mind pointed in this direction. Do the things included in these five steps. And that is how the universe knows to begin working in your favor and sending people toward you. So those five steps again, step one, front load the crap out of the value your thing provides. Step two, undercharge relative to the value to your buyer. Provide a high ROI for them. Obviously, make it very profitable for you. If it's not, you may have to reconsider the thing that you're selling if you can't find a way to do both. Step three, always be creating demand. Always means always, not sometimes, not intermittently, not when you feel like it. Always means always. Step four, limit supply. Limit supply. Tell your inner altruist to go rip Van Winkle it for a year or two and come back when you're ready. Step five, 100% control. Get in the driver's seat for 100% of the things you actually do have control over. Stop wasting brain space kvetching about the things you have no control over. Put your mind on the things that you can control. So there you go. Five steps to creating demand. If you're still thinking this sounds great and boy, I could really use help with this. This is what we work on throughout CPA Mastermind. We help you niche so you can figure out who you want to provide value to, and we help you build that value out. We create packages so you know what you are selling, and so do your prospects. We price so you understand where your money will come from, how much you need to sell, and so your clients know how much the thing they are buying from you costs. And then we build demand for high value high paying clients. CPA Mastermind is the only program out there of its kind. And we're enrolling right now for the fall round. Enrollment is open until September 4th. So if you want high paying clients and you want to take the mystery out of where they come from, get in on this round. You can go to GeraldineCarter.com to enroll. And if you're listening out in the future, get on the wait list for the January 2023 round of CPA Mastermind, which gives you access to special bonus content and early access calls with me so that you don't have to wait until enrollment opens to get started. You can do that at GeraldineCarter.com. That's where you will find how to get on the waiting list. Creating demand for high paying clients is simple, it's doable, and it is available to you.
That's it from me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.